Okay, good morning everyone and Shavua Tov Umvorach. We have today just got a message with the sponsorships for today, for this week, Baruch Hashem. Um, so sponsors for the whole month of Tevet Ishachar and Alex Avram, for Rufua Shlema, for David Pinchas Ben Mendel Sarah. And for the week, Chaya and Toby Cram in honor of Binyamin Nachum's third birthday, Ben's third birthday, and anonymous in honor of our community's holy Gabai on his birthday. It's Yudi's birthday, and uh, I think it's Yud Aleph, Yud Aleph Tevis this week. So, Baruch Hashem. Those are, those are for good things. Um, here, we could pass, pass these pages around, please. Actually, let me just take a look. What, what, what's the daf? Tzadik Dalid? Yeah. Tzadik Dalid. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Quick word. Tomorrow, just to uh, make an announcement for tomorrow night's event, because I got a lot of questions on it. Tomorrow night's event, upstairs here with Nisim Black, will be at, I think it's 8 o'clock, but it's not an actual uh, full-on blunt. It's concert. It's It's... Basically, a com- it's, it'll be, there'll be a little bit of music, but it's going to be mainly, it's Rav Nassim's yard site, Rav Nassim Rastava's yard site, and there'll be a lot of, a lot of just, you know, Chazak talking, um, strong words of Chizuk, strong, uh, just hearing, just listening to Nisim for a few minutes can really recharge the batteries, big time. He's an amazing person, he's, a, he's, a, he's become a dear friend between us and whoever... All the hundreds of thousands that listen to us, he, he wouldn't take a shekel for this. He said, Bishum panim ba'ofen for this. It's like, he's, he's bamash, it's a, it's a great gift. So I, I encourage everyone, I encourage your older children to come as well. Very much. He's, a, he's really, I see how he is with, the, with um, the kids and the kids that still live within us. He's really, he's on it. So that'll be tomorrow night and I encourage everyone to come. Baruch Alright. Yeah, where in the book I, I I wouldn't know. I'm sorry. It's it is. I could find it quickly. One second. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see, let's see. And by by the way, we we are actually still looking for for a copy. They they just aren't. But don't worry. I still have you covered for now. Um. Mm. Let's see where it is in the safe. Is it what? Mamar Kaftet. Yeah, Kuf Eingemer. Yofi. Okay, so this is a group. This is a group of a number, thank you, Sahaba. This is a group of a number of ma'amarim k'tsarim, of short ma'amarim, of very short um, uh, essays. There's some chairs over here also, whoever needs. And are there any extra pages? Yeah. Okay, great. Is anyone sitting here? Can invite her to come sit up here. Seat over here. Right by the table, the, the front. But I understand if you don't want to sit. <laughs> okay. So this is a group of short ma'amarim, like basically, really, these very good, clear injections of of reminders of uh, the, the whole mahalach of this wonderful 
sefer, which some, you know, refer to it as hashkafa, like a, a wonderful hashkafic sefer. I don't really know how I feel about using that term hashkafa for this, but it's basically getting us aligned, reminding us what it's all about again, feeling healthy, feeling healthy about our Yiddishkeit, feeling healthy about our spiritual lives, and feeling healthy about all the relationships in life that are important to us. And having the koach to also not put any, invest any koach into relationships that are not really important to us. Again, every, every, every yid is holy, v'chule, you know what I mean. But I'm talking about the, the relationships that basically just suck out your energy and dry you up so much till you have, you have no koach left. And that's what we're trying to also do as, as we move along with our spiritual journey. It's funny, it's, it's a beautiful uh, a choosing of words. We have the language, and we say this every Friday night, mizmor shir liyom shabbat or shir mizmor. That sounds like two of the same words, nachon, mizmor shir. What's a mizmor? Like a, right, so what's shir? Right. So there's different ways to understand it, but mizmor connects from, you know what the melacha of zomer is? Yeah, it's what's the word? Pruning, right? What does that mean? To prune? To remove. So, Mizmar Shir, the way, the, the way that a Yid lives is that I, I, I prune, I, I take away the, that which gets in the way of me being able to sing. It, it's like a twofold action, right? So, this is, how we, this is how we're looking at all these Midot in our life. Now, one of the one of the most uh, common things over here is if I'd ask anybody, have you been through any Nisiyonos recently? Do you know anyone that would say no? Do you know any, do you know any person that if I'd ask them, have you been through any tests lately, they would say no? That, uh, let's, say, let's say you do know someone like that, okay? Do you think that they understand what the word Nisayon means? Because it seems that we're surrounded by tests all the time. But we're going to understand a little bit deeper what this word, what this concept Nisayon means. Like right now, is this a Nisayon for anybody? Don't... It, it, yes. Yeah. This is prime time. This is Missy Nefesh to get here. Okay. It's, I'm happy Okay, it. great. It's not like I'm suffering, great. but... Yeah. Great. Jenny, it's a Nisayon. Uh, arm workout, you know, I'll do it later. Like I was in the middle. Of yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I gotta stop now in the middle of doing something. Wait, connected to what Mindy was saying. You're fair. No, no, I was. It was Hanukkah. I was away. It was, don't worry, you're fine. But it's on. It's on. in your mind to think. Okay, if I can still feel like I'm part of it, if I missed a few weeks. But those were all nisyonot on the level of um, this is a test. But now we're going to see that Nisayon means a lot more than just test. Okay? Katav Ramchal. In the top over here. Kikol in Is that how it starts by you also? Yeah. Katav Ramchal. Kikol in Yane Aolam. Ben Latov. Ben Lara. Hena Hem Nisyonot La Adam. The Ramchal says like this. This is a beautiful thing. The Ramchal says everything, everything man goes through, Boketov, everything man goes through in this world. Whether it's good or whether it's bad, all fall, fall into the category of being a nisayon. Everything, everything's a nisayon. It's Mesiyos Yisharim Perak Aleph. Now you do a kushia. Now we have a very famous question on this. Every day we say, "Don't bring me to a test." From that we see that, okay, maybe not everything in life is a test, especially if I actively daven not to be put through tests. 
ובדברי המסילת ישרים כאן משמע כי כל ענייני העולם הם ניסיונות. Let's understand what the, what the question is here. The Ramchal said when you want to look at life, it's basically just an accumulation of a bunch, a bunch of tests. Okay, it's one big geshevt of tests. The problem is, is that we start off, and when he says that, it's not, he's not saying it's good or bad. He's basically saying it is what it is. It is what it is. You could... <laughs> right, that's life. This is a test. It's only well, only a test. It's a pretty long test, but it's a nachon. But but he's trying to say over here. But how do we make shalom with the statement we say in davening, where we say the altevi enuli de nisayon? Don't bring me, to, don't bring me to a test. Does that mean you're basically saying, don't bring me to this world? What, what could that possibly mean? Don't bring me, don't, thank you, don't, don't bring me to like have to deal with this world. If this world is all about tests, what's my tefillah when I say, what does it mean, basically, when I say, What does that mean? You understand that there's a stira here. Now, he's going to give three different mashmauyot, three different explanations to the language nisayon. And now we'll understand what nisayon is, and we'll also understand what we're davening for in the morning. Nisayon milashon nes kanoda. Lamila nes yesh gimel mashmauyot. The word nes, without saying, calling it anything yet, but the root of nisayon, nes, has three explanations, and many of you know this already. Aleph, the language of nes, means lashon bricha, running away. Vayanos, vayetze hachutza. Who does that say that about? Yosef HaTzadik with Eshet Potiphar. Vayanos, he fled. Vayetze achutza, and he ran out of the room. Vayanos, vayetze achutza. We also have a pasuk, Hara Nasu, which means they escaped, they fled towards the mountain. But there's another, there's another Vayanos that you're much more familiar with. Ha'am. Ha'am. Ra'a. Vayanos. That has to do with the crossing of the sea. Hayam ra'a vayanos. So that's the first thing. Nes comes from the language of running away. In a good way, like, like getting clear. Right? Running away from, from danger. Bet, lashon nisayon. Just the language of, you know, a test. That's the second language of nes. And three is lashon romemut. Lenoses. To lift up something. I, I know this clearly because my Bar Mitzvah Parsha was, was when I, what I read was Chukat. In Chukat is the famous story of the Nachash Nechoshet, of the, of the, of the, remember the cup? You have? You have a seat there? Okay. Was of, of the Nachash Nechoshet, of the copper uh, uh, snake. Remember everyone was getting bit. Moshe Rabbeinu says, you know, says, okay, listen, take this snake made out of copper, and then it says, put it on a banner. Now, what is the lashon over there? Put it on a banner. Sim oto al nes. That's how. That's the Torah actually says, put it on a nes, which means put it on somewhere high. Okay. So lenoses means to lift something up, to look up. Then the pasuk continues, and that anyone that would look at this snake, this copper snake, they beat on the chash on the vachai. He would look up and he'd see this copper snake and he'd be alive. Of course, that's the opening for so many questions on Avodah Zarah. What are you saying? 
they became healed because they looked at a, at, a, at, a, at a copper snake? Says, no, because they saw there's something. When you look up, you see there's something higher than anything that you think is on top of you. Okay? Third line. So again, three things. One is Vayanos, to run out, to flee. Two is Anisayon. Three is lifting something up, looking up. Okay? יש להבין שגימל משמעויות אלו הם גימל שלבים ומדרגות בעבודת האדם. I love when he does this. These three languages, these three explanations are basically three levels of avoda, of work that a person has to do in this world. תחילת עבודת האדם ראוי לו לברוח מכל ניסיון. You know how many friends start off every Motzei Shabbos with deleting? Almost any social media app that's on, their, that's on their phone. I have this conversation with so many people. Every Motzei Shabbos, somehow by Tuesday it, it reappears <laughs> on their phone. But by Motzei Shabbos, it's again, it's already, right? So for, why? Because for them, it's, it's Pashat Anisayan. I'm not even talking about watching inappropriate things. I'm just talking about the bizbuzman, the wasted time, and the, indulging ourselves into, into, into halal panui, into nothingness, right? Into just... Emptiness. So first he says, Can you run away? Can you preemptive strike, right? Do a preemptive strike, which means by running away from any nisayon that you know is on its way. Now that doesn't cover everything because there are plenty of nisayonos that we don't know that are on their way. But at least the ones we know that are on their way. Can you do a preemptive strike and run away? We're talking about the beginning stages of anyone that wants to have a more enriched, a real, meaningful, spiritual, and connected life, is that you don't yet have the tools to combat. You don't yet have the tools to look at the Nisayon in the face and, may, and deal with it or become greater from it, like hopefully it happens to us. So, at, so what do you do in the beginning? You flee. And don't listen to that voice that says, oh, you're a cop-out, you can't deal with life. Trust me, life has plenty of things for you to deal with. But the clear and present dangers, the beginning of Voda is, I'm just not going to deal with it right now. I'm running away from Nisionot. Okay, can you imagine if Yosef Tzaddik would have decided otherwise? Be like, there must be a tikkun nefesh over here and sparks from different, from other worlds. And what does Yosef Tzaddik end up doing? And by the way, he could have, if anyone could have, you know, calculated tikkun nefesh and gilgulim and whatnot, it was Yosef Tzaddik with Eishas Potiphar. And Dafka, he shows us, I'm the Tzaddik. And, I, and, and the avoda is to run out of here very, very fast. That's Shlav Aleph, Okay. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, Bezrat Hashem. Or before you even understand them, yeah. Yeah. Bayanas. Okay? This, that's the first language of an Islam. And as long as a person doesn't have, he says over here, the words are Ma'amad. Nafshi mutzak. I love when he uses this terminology. Because I basically, what does that mean, ma'amad nafshi mutzak? Mental stability. 
That's what he's saying. Mental stability. I love how he doesn't shy from this as in terms of like, that this is part of Avodat Hashem. You know, working on this as a, as a, as a real active thing, is that this, I mean, this is part of Avodat Hashem. Ma'amad nafshim mutzak. And as long as that's not there yet, because you're just in the beginning, and even later on in life you're not there yet. You're always working on it. You got to keep on trying to run away from any nisayon. And what do you fill your life? Listen, now that you ran away from a nisayon, what do you fill your life with at that moment? You have a lot of time on your shoulder, right? What do you fill your life with? Learning, davening, mitzvahs, mitzvahs, meaning, meaning, growth, content, tachlis. This he also says, What does it say about someone that killed someone accidentally, about running to an ear miklat? That anyone that did these things, accidentally, they flee to one of these cities of refuge. And then I love when he says the following, which means, what does that mean? Ve'en kan makom leharich. It's way deeper than what I just said right now. That's what it means. En kan makom leharich means it's not the place to now go into this sugya, but there's a lot to say about it. Le'achai she'adam shakua b'torah v'mitzvot. Okay, now I've set my life up that my life is my world is Torah, my world is meaning, my world is Hashem, my world is content, my world is growth. And, you receive, and basically, you shaped for yourself a certain level of yetzivut pnimit. That means inner stability. Now, guess what? You got to go into the world. Like a person can say, listen, I, I shouldn't get married. Why? Why shouldn't I get married? Because I know that... Obviously, every marriage, every zivug is just—it's just nisyonot al gabei nisyonot. Okay, go back to the base medrash. Go, you know, get counsel, figure out nachon. But then, when you have, when you become a little bit of a person, yala, you go out into the world. You realize I, I was equating olama nisyonot with marriage. Olama nisyonot is not a bad thing. It's just the shaila is what type of nisyonot am I supposed to shy away from? And which type of nisyonot am I supposed to indulge in? A lovely, let, me, let me ask you a question. Should you bring children to the world? I was just thinking that. Right. Should you bring children to the world? Based on Aleph? No. Based on Bet? Based on Bet? Yes. So he's, he's giving us basically, he's redefining for us what, what, what nisyon means in a way of, of just the, you know, how Hashem designed, created human nature and that keeps on happening at a certain, you know, at every stage in our life. Forget it, just forget about children for a second. This, is, this could be anything. At a certain point in life, I have to go out into the world. I have to engage with doing my tafkid in the world. It's got to be something that I, part of my life. He's saying over here, you engage with the nisyonot until you could beat it. Not the type of nisyonot. It's not saying over here, let's see if you could walk into a... If you could like 
walk into a Treif restaurant, order everything that is so, you know, like, like luscious and God knows what. And you, know, you just can't wait to, to, to sink your teeth into it. Sit around it, like order at a table, and uh, let's see how long you could last not biting it, not taking it away. That's not the type of Nisan we're talking about. Life itself, even around, even around Kedusha and good things, provides for us plenty of nisyonot. I have to be very clear here, okay? Because it's not, God forbid, saying, go and see how much you could fight nisyonot and, and win, okay? That's not, what it, that's not what he's talking about. It's that life itself will present for you a, a, million, a million types of nisyonot. And it's, it's a nisayon not to get angry at a child. It's a nisayon not to get angry at yourself. It's a nisayon not to get angry with God. And these are things that are happening every single day of our life. Does that mean I shouldn't engage in a relationship with myself, with God, or with my child? That's impossible. So the question is, okay, so at what shlav in my life am I ready to go out and engage in these nisayonot? So he said, only after I have some type of yitzivut pnimit, after I have some type of an interior uh, stable presence in my life, where I feel like I'm a mensch, I feel like I'm a ben adam. Okay, Hashem trusts me that I can go out and fight certain nisyonot. That's the second language. This is also what it says, what Shlomo HaMelech meant, that seven times the tzaddik will fall and get up. Now, Le'achar she'avar adam nisyonot eilu, so after a person goes through the Nisyonos, and they themselves have Mekayim, this word, Vekam, I got up seven times, I fell, I screamed, I yelled, I judged, I judged, I judged, I judged, I judged, that's five, I judged, I judged, Vekam, and I actually got up and removed myself from judgment over Hashem, Judging myself, judging others. Ata, and he still got up. He says, Ata, yesh lo avoda shona. Now his avoda is different. And the word nes, nas, is milishon leromem. Now I've, I've learned how to lift the situation up, which when Chassidus is probably called like ha'ala'at nitzatzot, raising of sparks. Now I actually, not only have I d- learned how to deal with and Nisayon, now I've lifted the sparks. I've, I've raised the Mitziyut of Choshech, the reality of darkness. I've lifted it. That's the third Lashon of Nes. Right? Lenosis, to lift up. Hanisyonot etzlo enam rak bifchinat milchama. Nisyonos are not just war. Hanisyon etzlo bichdei lelomemo. This Nisayon is there to lift you up. Leotziet kochotav to take your kohot, your strength, from potential to actualizing it. Let me ask you, how does a person know if the nisayon that's on their way is, is an opportunity to get higher or not? How does one know? If it's happening, then it's an opportunity. They just said it's an earthquake. No. Is there, did they announce anything about this? Okay. It's our decision. I am, actually. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Bezrat Hashem. I want to go back to what I, as if I could get anyone's attention now, but I'm going to try. So, so everything's an opportunity, but there are some things that what I have to do is run away. That's not an opportunity. So that's, that's the question. So Ariella said something that it's... it's I mean, everything is an Say it again, if you don't mind. Remember what you said? If it's happening... If it's happening, it's, it's, it's an then it's an opportunity. To what? To grow. To grow. But that could mean that my running away is growth. also growth, okay? Yeah. No, that... Okay, I have to stress and every stress that point over and over again. Every moment and really... Even right, thinking about and and levarer, what am Bidiuk. I? What is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Most, if, which decision is bringing me closer to Hashem, closer to my neshama? Leaving is also a choice. A hundred percent. That's what I wanted to stress. So it sounds like it's a process. Like you're always going to run away, and then you're going to look up. Nachon. You might have that test at many different levels. So like you said, you know, you fall, you look up, but Nachon. You go through that process multiple times. Nachon. My question. Yes. I'm so glad you asked that question. Yes. And that's his point. That is his point. And I've seen so many of my friends fall. Mamash. Well-intentioned people. Mamash. Sweet, sweet chavra of mine. Probably myself too, if I stop and think about it, like back, you know, at a younger stage in life where they learned something about like lifting of the sparks. Okay? In Chassidus, this shows up all the time. And then what, what, what did that end up doing for them? The notion of, okay, I can now go into places that are pretty shady and lift up sparks. Uh, I'm, I'm, no way. No way. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I think the answer to your question, that's why he said, Sheba Yipo Tzadik Bekam. Exactly. He's saying, he's saying only a person like that can go to what, the beginning of what I said, of what you said, Ariella, of going to a place of if it's happening, then it's an Isayon to be able to lift up. Um, but the, obviously you understand that the, uh, the latter is very, is very dangerous, right? It's I was about very, to say, an average human being, like, I could think of a jillion different things over my last 20 years that I could not have lifted it as much as I tried. You're in it, you're sucked in it. But there's a voice that tells us, well, I went to a Hasidic shir, or I went to, right, I went to one of these, right? <laughs> and, then, and then therefore, there's like some kind of like lushan of like, oh, I'm here to lift. Yeah, that, that's only if Sheba Yipo Tzadik become. Sometimes, I don't know. I don't know. I've met people that they go into things like that. But that's what we say, maybe. See, we now go back to the beginning of davening. When I say, I'm saying, don't, don't let me get confused about what's a nisayon that I'm supposed to flee from, right. as opposed to what's a, what's a nisayon that I'm supposed to, right now, that I can let no sense, that I can no become higher from. Them. The question is, is, what do you sink your teeth into? And well, the first question we said, so the first question now is, how does one know whether what they're involved in right now is an opportunity that this can actually be a growth moment, or not by not by fling, by by going through it. By opening, like, being open to it. 
by being open to it. Explain a little bit more if you don't mind. It's very easy to go through these processes and be like, oh, that was interesting. You're like, oh, Rosh Lomo said that, whatever. And it's a different time in events. It's another time to be like, wow, like that. How does that feel? Like, how, am I willing to, to process that? And I don't think it's so easy. I think it's very easy to like listen to it, not right. process it. It's a void. It's yeah, an idea. It's, very nice. it's a nice idea. Like make, making the have the ability of making the choice of saying I'm going to change because of this. Can you dive into having a sign like this? I hope so. Yeah, yeah you think that's so? <laughs> that's what I dive in for. To have any sign? <laughs> to have a relationship with Hashem through Tefillah. Which which means right. So this is very good. Which means like, well, if I'm davening to have a relationship with Hashem, what you're basically inviting without realizing it, or maybe with realizing it, is, and I know that the only way to get closer to you, Hashem, is by. Now I'm not going to say the word nisionos, but I'm going to say, basically, by tension, by, yeah, but tension not in a bad way, meaning. How would, I, how would I explain it better? The only way to get a pencil sharpened and clear is if you sharpen it, Nachon. But the sharpening process is a process that you have, that doesn't look... It's not like, oh, it's so sweet, the pencil, the lead. No, it's a sharpening process. Right? So this is how it's like in every level of, of being open to being vulnerable, which is a word I, I really think is shy holy year, is that you have to be vulnerable in a relationship with God in order to reach the third level here of... Lemala, yala, more. Gotta go more. Lately I've been having some really interesting conversations with, with a friend that um, just a beautiful person that, that is basically not, ha- not, I wouldn't say they're so happy with where they are in Yiddishkeit, but it's solid, right? In the bigger picture, meaning there's no earthquakes. <laughs> there are no earthquakes. And he sees a lot of people that are in, in an active pace of growth, which definitely means there are earthquakes. There are. That's growth, right? And this debate of like, so what's safer? What's safer? To, like, how, how should a person live? If, the, if there comes a consciousness of, this is safe for me and my family right now, where I am, I don't want to mess anything up. As opposed to, I see that the people I'm around are in constant state of growth, and I'm just, I, I, I'm nervous that I'm going to tamper with the quiet and the calm that I have right now. Well, you don't choose it either. It's not, it's not a choice if we have those earthquakes or not. So the, 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 I think the mental stability that you're talking about is uh, recognizing it, and also I, I very much connect to, to connecting to Hashem and saying, okay, this too will pass. Like, I'm trying to connect to what you said about the mental stability, because if you don't have that, then how do we really... Um, then you can't know. To grow. Right, then you can't know if these misiones are moments of going weiter or not. Moments. What's that? I know people who are both. So that's my conversation with him. I said to him, brother, why do you think this, this one contradicts the other? Okay. It just keeps on... 100%. Ratzavashov, 100%. But without vulnerability... It seems to me that it's a dichotomy. Without vulnerability, it seems to me it's either black or white. It's either this or it's that. Yeah. Maybe I'm minimizing the concept of a test, but like this morning I literally had to go down my waist and say, no, I'm going to do it later. 
like, and run to a shear. Um, can't tests be as simple as that? Like, I'm going to put my phone down or do this task later and get to show on time or do this for my child now instead of later. Like, why does it have of, to of, be? Of course, it, of course it could be. And like, people who think they don't have tests are just not That's why I said before in the beginning, did you ever meet someone that said, I don't have any tests? And they would say, exactly, 100%. But, but I want to just give room to basically what became a very famous song by Hanan Ben-Ari, Ma Tarotzeni Meni, Ma. That test of what do you want from me? What, what, in the big picture, I went to the shir, what do you want from me? I smiled at Mike, what do you want? That feeling of it's non-stop. Even when I do good, it's like non-stop tests. Okay, we're going to w- learn one more paragraph. Hopefully this will mashlim the picture, okay? Um, one last question. Is there anything we can learn from Yaakovina who was like, okay, now I can sit and do nothing? So we learned, we learned that on Thursday. On Thursday we learned that who thought he could sit back because he went through the test of going down into Galut and suffering by Lavan. And that's what Avram Avinu was told by the Brit Ben Avitarim, that you're going to have, a, your offspring will have to go out and suffer, and go through tests and suffer. And then, Kafatzalav Rogzo Shal Yosef, Yosef Atzadik says, Abba, you're, we're, not, we're not done. The story isn't over yet. You don't see any of the Avot resting. You don't hear a lot about Avram Avinu after he marries Keturah. We don't know what, that, what, that, what that's like or, you know, at all. We just know he sent gifts. That's it. But we don't really know anything else about him. Yitzchak, at a certain point in life, we have we have the emunah. Tzadikim are working their their their, their nonstop. And Rav Drukman is a great example. What a great example this is to like. Where you think you would tell him, Shema Avalta must speak. You know, We were talking about him all Shabbos. Rav Drukman, it was some, He said, when your life is given to you in matana, you know you have to do something with it. That never ends because as long as you're alive, that gift is being given, being given to you at the moment. So I'm sure there's a, well, you know, we, we, we could learn about Yaakov Avinu. It's like, okay, now I could chill. And his children are saying, Ma pitom. that's not what life's all about. That's the, and it's not the pnimius of it, but on the outside it seems like that's what it is. Okay, now go down to the bottom of the page or wherever it is in your Sefer, if you have the Sefer, next page. Nisayon chiyuvi v'nisayon shlili. Now to get this, this concept clearer, because I don't want you to leave the shear and now like look for nisyonot, okay? That's very important. Trust me, again, they will appear, okay? Just by breathing, they'll appear. Let's go back to our question in the beginning. So we say, That means, let your Torah be my natural breakfast. breakfast? Breakfast. A practice, right, right. And make me like devik, glue. Glue me to your mitzvahs, right? Stick me to your mitzvahs and don't bring me to nisyonot. Now we're speaking about a person whose avoda is targileinu betoratecha. That refers to the first person we started, we, we, we began speaking about. Adam, v'madregazo, alav li'ishtadel, livroach min anisayon kfi shebirarnu la'el. This type of person has to run away from the nisayon like we clarified before. 
Belachen, and a person like that, he starts off his morning by davening. What is he saying? Miyadu mitpalel shelo yavoli denisayon. That's what I'm asking you, Hashem. I'm starting my day. I'm saying, Hashem is Baruch, I showed up today. I'm here. It's going to be beautiful, but I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Please don't bring me to any sayon. Now that can be even in the form of someone of having a kavanah of saying, please, when I speak to that person that I see every day, please don't let them bring up something that's going to be juicy. Lashon hara chomer, you know, like a pool of lashon hara for me to, to, to indulge in. It doesn't just mean, you know, actual like... like uh, Eating wrong, you know, it could be just like the people that are in my life. Like, let it, let it not be any sayon. Like when I see them again today, let it, let 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 topics not be brought up that are just going to be, you know, good, enticing lashon hara conversations. And that's why I start off my day saying, "Al tevildin." I don't want to come to any nisayon. Bevadai sheyesh lo nisayon. Of course, a person like this has a nisayon. Etzem avodato leagiel lematzav shel targileinu betoratenta. Even coming to a situation that your life is, that my natural uh, practice, the way I, I am in this world, is filled with Torah. It's a nisayan until you get there. But we're asking Hashem that there shouldn't be outer nisyonot that bother me while I'm on the way of fulfilling my avoda in this world. And, and what is the ideal situation? Is that my life is like one long, continuous, active shear. That doesn't mean that I'm at a shear like this from 9 in the morning till 9 p.m. It means that the experience of life is one long shear. That you could look back at the way you were from 9 to 10 Sunday morning and think about who you were becoming, how you were thinking while you were actively engaged in Talmud Torah. And then you look at your rest of your day and saying, you know, the rest of my day was actually also... What's the right word? Um, The rest of my day was also very... In alignment with your intention. In, a, in alignment with my intention or, or an attempt to align it with the, with the intention. What did you say? Strong. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Strong. Accompl- even, even if that meant, you know, I fell down, but I got up. That's important. This is the Halavai goal. You go to Shir, you're all like, Sunday morning, I did it, and then Tuesday comes and you're yelling at that's pretty good. Tuesday Sunday. comes. Sunday that's Sunday that's Sunday amazing. Really, really no, she's doing a kav I've never heard her so optimistic. Let it be. Please. She gave two days right now of like light and optimism. <laughs> Keeping it here. But he's saying, I don't want hafraot chitzoniot. There's hafraot pnimiot and there's hafraot chitzoniot. And that's we have to we have to discuss this for a minute. What's the difference between an inner hafra'a, an inner disturbance, and an outer disturbance? What do you think that is? Hafra'a pnimit versus hafra'a chitzonit. That's what? That's pnimi? That's pnimi. What's a, so what's a chitzoni? Or the lashon hara juicy, I want to catch up with them all friends. The outside. The, the outer uh, disturbances. So that means that choice has to do with hafraot pnimiyot, right? So that's why I say to Hashem, the things that I don't have choice over, meaning I don't know right now who's going to show up on my doorstep. I don't know who I'm going to bump into. 
These are things I myself, with all the anisyanot of running away from bad things, they end up, or, or potential bad things, they end up in my lap, whether I like it or not. I'm in the world. I'm involved in the world. I'm, I'm active in the world. It's going to happen. I don't come to shul like this. I come to shul with my eyes open, right? The person's going to cut you off on the street. It will happen, right? Bidiuk. But I daven that I shouldn't have nisyonot chitzonim that are bothering my avoda. So, fourth line. Rak le'achar, shu b'matzav, shel ragil b'torah, only when a person's like, Yala, my, my day, my, my life is actually Torah-based. Torah-oriented, consciousness-oriented. My life is really one long shear. And that's very important. I hope we feel like that. I really hope we don't only feel from when we're in a shear. I hope it really, this is the continuous, it's our lives. It's our, it's our existence here. Our hergelim, right? Our regel, our, ha- um, our right? habits. Our habits, but right. also the way we walk in this world. And when we think about, we're learning about Eretz Yisrael and every four steps that you take, like every every time you establish that as your habit, like wow, you're establishing your life and your connection to Hashem <laughs> here, which is the only place that we can really be doing that. <laughs> That's connecting to this morning. <laughs> So then and only then, when I've established life like that, az ra'ui lo la'atchil la'avod ba'olam anisyonot. He's saying there's something called avodah ba'olam anisyonot. <laughs> that means like, bless you. That means like, literally, I'm working on what it's like to live in a life, like actively, consciously, that life is full of nisyonot. Zeu b'chinat yitziat Mitzrayim. He's saying this is like yitziat Mitzrayim, because what it say about Mitzrayim Mitzrayim? Ki barach ha'am. We ran out, right? V'rak achar kach. Shavu lilachem b'mitzrim. Ulachar miken matan Torah. Gimel madrigot nes. It's unbelievable. What did he say over here? He's saying, when we left Egypt, how did we leave? Vayihi b'chatsi alayla. We ran out of there. But then what happens three days after? Parashat, beginning of Parashat B'Shalach. No, but before, it's like, three days later, v'yashuvu v'yachanu l'fnei p'yachirot, Ben Migdol, Ben Ayam, Hashem says, I need you to make a detour. What kind of detour? Well, you got to go backwards now. Like, what? Wasn't the whole point to get us out of here? He's like, you needed to flee to get out of this Nisayan of becoming completely impure. But now that you've experienced what it is to be like with me for a few days, now you can start to believe in yourself that you can actively fight the Nisayan. And then we started fighting Egyptians. And then we got the Torah. And he's, it's amazing how he shows these three levels over here, right? Adam sheigia la madraga shlishit, sheetzlo hanisayon bivchinat nes leromem. A person that reached the third level, that by them, the, the nisayon is a level of, I'm actually becoming bigger, I'm growing from this. Adam bematzav ze hu mechapes nisayonot lifei madrigato. A person like this is basically waking up in the morning. Jenny, you'll connect to this, based on what you said. They're stretching, and they're saying, how many more weights can I lift today? How much longer can I be on the treadmill? That type of nisayon. How much longer can I work myself to see how much you know, greater I could, I could, how much further I can get away from laziness or feeling shvach? That, that's that type of person. This is, this is what we're talking about, the third level of, of nisayon. 
הוא חפץ בניסיונות ומשתוקק אליהם. I know this sounds crazy, but there are people, and we usually hate them, that they actually, they, they desire the nisayon, the push me to the, to, right? You always, it's just me that wants to punch them when I see them jogging, like, you know, with such, like, conviction. Umishtana, <laughs> the equivalent of jog, whatever it is, like that person that's matmid, it's not just jogging, it's... Five lines from the bottom, they're actually like looking forward to it. Can you imagine those people, they wake up in the morning like, I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to like, no pain, no gain, like those kind of, that, that kind of, that kind of seicha, no pain, no gain, right? Now, but in a deep way, a deep, a deep way, it's like this. Zot mikevan shehu muda sherak al yedei nisyonot elu hu yagia l'shleimuto. It's because this type of person understands that it's only by going through these types of nisyonos I will reach my my language completion is a little bit missing the point here, but I'll actually I'll become me. Like once it's once it's clear to me that. The only way I could really become me, the way Hashem designed the world, is by actually conquering the nisyonot. And that's that, that's the type of healthy place that a person's in. And they're like, yalla, today I'm going out for the nisyonot. They're going to come. It's coming whether I like it or not. But what an opportunity it is to really become the real me. That's the type of level of nisyonot that we're speaking about in the bigger picture. And, and, and Yeah? It's like the the most basic concept of tshuva. You're, you want to... Sort of like when you're able to look back at the situation and recognize where was the opportunity that I missed, and then you you you, you find you yourself want. begging Hashem, please put me in that situation so I can do what, what was really right. right. This is so deep. Oh my God, is this deep? Shem should please grace us with under, explaining this in the proper way. You know, this is basically David HaMelech saying at that moment, at that moment where you're really going to allow me to do tshuva, let me say it like that now, bring together my, my kilia, my kishkas, my kidneys and my heart together so I could show up now and lift up the whole situation that was before. Ela shelo yivakesh ela nisayon you can only ask for nisyonot that you know you have the conviction of I'm going to... It's not like put me back in a, with Eshet Potiphar in the room. No one can trust it. No, no man can trust himself in that situation. We're not talking about those nisyonot. It's the other type of nisyonot that have led me to like believe like, wow, now when I come around, my anger is not going to be my reaction. Now jealousy won't buy my reaction. Now it's an opportunity for me to be happy for that person. Because the real me doesn't want to be jealous of anyone else's chilek. He just wants to be shalem with what I have and with what everyone else has. Kasher mitpalel. So when you daven, al he says you have to have a specific kavana. If you just say, don't bring me to any nisayon, what may happen to you? Uh, fall or complacent, yeah. 
which leads to boredom, which leads to a dark place. Non, you know, it's stagnant. And then you're like, well, so what's the point, if, right? So he says, you have to have a kavana here. But rather, Nisayon Hashem, I'm telling you, but the, but, the, but, the, but the certain things in the past that held me back from me being me and expressing myself and feeling in a holy way because I was, I was just stuck in my own Mishigas. Now that I've opened my heart and I've been vulnerable and I've Sheva Yipo Tzadik Vikam and I'm going through life and every day I'm getting a little, just a little bit better, a little bit closer to what you had in mind when you created me. Just a little bit, right? Okay, those Nisiyonot Hashem, that's what I'm excited for today. Actually, tell you the truth. But, but don't bring me to Nisiyonos that are going to take me away from living this kind of a life. So that's two different worlds over here when it says Nisiyonot. And that's, that was the point of what he was trying to bring down on this Mamar. But the Gilui HaKoach LaPoal means revealing my, my, my potential, my Koach, and bringing out into the world can only come through Nisiyonot. Doesn't come through other. It doesn't come through just sitting shev b'sheket akol b'seder. It only comes when I'm when I have to activate my bechira, when I activate my choice, my choosing. So Rav Cook once said like this: Nothing should become hergel, which means a habit. That's why remember the famous vort. It says, "My Moshe Rabbeinu Shalnalecha Take the locks off my habits, right? So what it what it what he's saying over here? But Rav Cook says there should be one habit. One habit, hergel, v'targileinu b'toratecha. That what should be something that is just I'm so used to, but not in a way that gets old, but in a way that keeps on pushing me to go through any nisayon, is when the framework of my life is a Torah framework. When my the frame of my whole life is through the lens of Torah. When the lens of my life, the way I even, the way I am, I think of relationships, parenthood, like any relationship, okay, throw that in there, any, all my emotions, somehow it's all intertwined with the way that the blueprint of the world, which is Torah, then, when I say, it's clear to me what I mean. When Torah is not part of my life at all, but I'm just, you know, I have a somewhat of a connection to some higher source, whatever it is. I say, what am I including in there? Everything. Because I can't trust myself on anything. I'm not ready to start doing tshuva. I'm not ready to go back to places. And I'm, I'm not ready for any of that. But when my life, the frame of my life, the itzuv pnimi, the interior, right, the... the the interior designer in me has already chosen what it looks like in here, and I'm living with that, then I have to believe in myself, and the Baal Shem Tov really enforces this, to believe that when you were sent to a certain place, and you have a, you have a, you have a knapsack, you have a tik, it's called, the, it's called Hashem, right? It's not really a knapsack, it's an insect, whatever you, call, whatever you want to call it, it's, 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 it's your life, then don't doubt Hashem's decision to put you in a place to go and lift up sparks either. But that's only after Sheva Yipot Tzadik Bikam. That's only after what you've tasted, what it's like to not live life like that. Now, in the parshas that we're in right now, it's Mamish right in front of us. Because that's basically Yosef and Yehuda. 
if Yehuda, it seems to me, I, I, I mean, it's dangerous to even say this, but since the Torah put it before us, it gives us reshut to look inside. Had Yehuda been in the room with Eshet Potiphar? I don't know. I don't know. The tzaddik, the tzaddik knows, I gotta, get, I gotta run out of here, because it's better safe than sorrow. The, the, the one that hasn't done that refinement yet is almost like, I don't know, maybe I'm here to lift, uh, lift sparks from previous generations, previous Gilgulim. Chas v'shalom. So we should have the wisdom to have a, uh, basically to know how to daven in the morning with these words. It actually should be a big hischaskus uh, for those that don't say these words yet, because not everyone says it. Hopefully everyone does, but I don't think everyone does, men or women. Don't bring me again. Don't bring me to nisionos that I'm supposed to run out of, but hopefully if I do go to nisyon, let me, let me run out of there. But also, Hashem Yisbarach, the Nisyonos, that you believe in me, that I could conquer and I could push myself to the core to become greater from, he's not saying to, to daven for them, but he's saying, don't have kavana, don't have kavana over those Nisyonos when you're davening not to have a Nisayon. You hear the difference? Didn't you say don't have a Nisayon? Okay. Davening for not to have a Nisayon that I can't handle? Yeah, but Emunah but, but is... To learn to run, right. Yes. So, you, so again, so what are you saying? Don't give me Nisiyonos I can't handle. What's the, by the way, what's the Makor for that? Who yeah. said that right now? The only, Hashem only gives you the Nisiyonos that you can... Am I allowed to eat that is that, Well, I don't know. I, I've been looking for the Nisiyonos. I know it's a... I've heard it many times, but I'm, I'm, do you know what the source is? <laughs> But you have to dive in for knowing when to be vulnerable and when not. Asia's Potiphar, there's no room for vulnerability. You run, you run out. You run away. The other stuff, though, this place of like my... The other stuff that we're talking about, the Nisyonos we welcome, I have to be vulnerable with it. 100%. That's the tefillah. Where to, you know, how to activate that sense in me that knows when is it a moment right now to be vulnerable and when, Hashem, are you clearly telling me this is a test to see how fast you could run. It's like it's being able to find shades. It's like the blessings. I'm just thinking like, what's, like how, how to make this to a blessing or to be like, yeah. um, like bless me to be able to differentiate between when to run, when to fight, and when to fight, right? Like meaning to differentiate when I'm supposed to battle this and when I'm supposed to fight. <laughs> so it's less about the it's more about how we react to it. But that's an Isaiah. <laughs> that is, I mean, that is the Nisayan. It's not less about it, that's is. So maybe, maybe that's what he means by the difference between hafraot pnimiyot and hafraot chitzoniyot. Yeah, that's just a better framework of understanding. That, that could be. I think that fits in really good. That's the difference between the two. All right, we should be zochet I very much appreciate what you said, to not walk out of here thinking you learned a good vort.
but to, and for myself too, to walk out of here, make yalla, showtime. Showtime, Bezrat Hashem. Okay, Shavuot everyone. Thank you.